Hi guys, here we are this afternoon with Khalid El Khatib, Chief Marketing Officer at Stack Overflow. Uh, Khalid, great to have you with us. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to see you. And of course, um, Stack Overflow, uh, you guys obviously need no introduction, uh, especially within the uh, the world of tech. Um, as one of the companies that you know, you've been around quite a long time, you've been able to build this phenomenal community um, that includes thousands of, of technologists, developers, engineers. Um, what did you guys get so right um, from the outset that has enabled you to do this? Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, first off, I can't personally take credit for much of our, our success in establishing a product market fit. Stack Overflow, like you said, has been around since 2008. So we're we're getting closer and closer to our 15-year anniversary, which is hard to believe. But uh, Stack Overflow was founded in 2008 by Joel Spolsky and Jeff Atwood because there was a real need for it. At the time, uh, knowledge that developers needed in order to do their jobs was often behind paywalls. Um, and so Stack Overflow was created not only because there was a need for this type of knowledge and insight, but because uh, there was a real opportunity to democratize it, to make it available to everyone for free all over the world. And so from there, you know, because there was such a need for it, it caught on quite quickly. And today, as you mentioned, you know, it needs no introduction with developers, certainly. Uh, one of the top 200 websites in the world, and we see about 100 million people visiting our website every single month. Wow. Okay. I mean, and and in terms of um, what it is that you guys are doing, like a lot of people, they first find out about Stack Overflow, or at least they first realize its utility um, when they're looking to answer some form of tech question themselves. Um, what? Why do you think that the users are gravitating towards Stack Overflow? It's almost like the home, the source of all information for any tech-related questions. Sure. Well, I think the the reason that people gravitate towards Stack Overflow is exactly what you said, that it's just a it's become a massive repository of knowledge. So like I said, we've existed for nearly 15 years. In that 15 years since our inception, Stack Overflow has been, uh, Stack Overflow content has been accessed over 50 billion times. And so every time Stack Overflow is accessed, you know, knowledge is, uh, the, the sort of best knowledge is floated to the top via upvotes and downvotes, uh, more uh, content is contributed, uh, new technology is, is captured within Stack Overflow. And so it sort of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, where the more people who access Stack Overflow, the better it becomes, uh, the more useful it becomes. And I would also add that, that uh, Stack Overflow has been integrated into nearly everyone's developer workflow. So if you're a hobbyist coder, if you're learning to code quite young, uh, or if you're a professional developer or a very senior developer at a major technology corporation, Stack, or you often have a, single, a, a tab open in Stack Overflow, regardless of how you're coding. I think, again, especially when we started, um, I think Jan and I, we started our second uh, tech startup. Notice how I say second. Um, you know, you know, it was we certainly relied heavily on Stack Overflow as a source of knowledge. And again, I think for anyone building there a company, it just makes sense, right? It's just, you go there, you don't have to waste time and you just throw the question out there. And it's almost like the world's greatest library for answering technical questions. Is that how- you Yeah, I mean, in it. 
Oh, oh, sorry, no, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, so, oh, well, I was going to ask, I mean, is that is that really why you think that, you know, you've been able to have such sticky users and also grow your community as large as you have? Yeah, I think that's a large contributing factor is that, again, there's a lot of utility. We, we always sort of joke, and there are many memes on TikTok and Twitter and Reddit, that whenever Stack Overflow goes down for temporary maintenance, for example, for 15 minutes even, every developer in the world goes and takes a coffee break. Uh, and, you know, we see productivity dip when that sort of thing happens because so many people rely on Stack Overflow in order to do their job. And I think that that's one thing that Stack Overflow has done really well over the course of the last 15 years or so, is that we have, you know, always sort of set uh, objective content that helps developers do their jobs as our North Star. We haven't delved too far from that. And so people are not distracted on Stack Overflow. Uh, our mission has always been to help developers and technologists do their jobs better and faster. And so I think that that has been, um, that has been one thing that we've done well to sort of maintain our community and continue to grow our community. The other thing is that we try to listen to our community. So for a long time, nearly since our inception, we've had uh, Stack Overflow Meta, where power users of Stack Overflow have given us feedback. And we've used that feedback with other factors, of course, feedback from employees, from customers, prospective uh, customers, analysts, to improve the product, to make it better, to add to the product roadmap. And so you know, we've always tried to ensure the community has a seat at the table. And uh, I think that that has also continued to make our product better and stickier over time. And I mean, in, in terms in terms of that, I mean, there's so much potential in terms of the caliber of individual that you guys have been able to attract onto Stack Overflow. Has it ever been tempted to spin off and, and create other sorts of communities or ha have you actually tried to create other sorts of communities with it? Uh, well, you know, I think, again, our focus has always been developers and technologists and will continue to be developers and technologists. There are a couple of things that are happening in the world that Stack Overflow is tapping into. One is people are starting to code younger and younger, especially in parts of the world that aren't the U.S. You know, there are countries in Europe where it's now built into the curriculum uh, in, in uh, certain parts of India, for example, people are starting to code quite young. And so uh, we, you know, recognize that that's happening. And so we are investing in the product on the public platform in order to ensure that our site is a place that is welcoming, inclusive, and friendly to, to sort of novice coders and developers. And so that's one thing that we're doing. The other is just a month or so ago here in the U.S., we launched a student ambassador program, welcoming the next generation of coders to our platform. So we're at about 250 uh, college campuses and universities across the country uh, trying to empower student coders to better leverage Stack Overflow, to educate them on the platform, and of course, to solicit feedback from them on how we can make it better. So that's one, tapping into new communities. The other, and I think the, the pandemic to some extent was a, an accelerator here, is the world is smaller than it's ever been before. Uh, so, you know, we see traffic patterns from, uh, to stackoverflow.com become increasingly diverse, and that's happened over the past three years uh, in, a, in a way that we hadn't seen historically. And so within the U.S., of course, we have seen traffic disperse outside of New York and San Francisco into many other cities as people relocated. But also there are new technologies that are being developed in countries all over the world 
There are different types of developers that are popular in other places in the world. And so we are really embracing the geographical diversity of our community and our platform and ensuring that we're reaching people everywhere. So one thing that we are doing uh, is this initiative called Overflow Offline, where we are partnering with Kiwix, a company that's worked with other platforms, other huge community platforms like Wikipedia, to take Stack Overflow uh, and put it onto a USB drive and uh, ensure that people in uh, parts of the world with limited internet access have, uh, have access to stackoverflow.com in order to code. So in place students in Africa, for example, uh, incarcerated populations all over the world. And so that's one way that we're growing the community as well. And then from a product perspective, about a year ago, we launched collectives on Stack Overflow. And those are sub-communities within Stack Overflow that are organized around a specific vendor, like Google Cloud, for example, where people can really double-click into a technology where they are either trying to build expertise or they already have a lot of expertise. So they're just those are just like a, a handful of, I would say, concentric circles of community that touch the public platform and the massive community of 100 million people who are visiting us every month. That's, wow, 100 million users. Uh, uh active users every month visitors yeah insane yeah. i mean but with that obviously comes new challenges uh not not just on the on the tech side of things um there's obviously cultural challenges that come with that but also how does the mission evolve for a company that is as successful as stack overflow and is largely making as big an impact as you guys are yeah well so i think you know at a high level, we are we, we say our mission is empowering the world to develop technology through collective knowledge. So our mission largely stays the same in that we're really focused on collective knowledge and we're really, really working to empower developers and technologists to, to be better at their jobs or coding or whatever piece of technology they're touching. And so I think what we're really focused on is how can we continue to evolve the public platform in a way that sort of meets this moment that we're in you know, reaching new populations of developers and technologists, uh, ensuring that we have geographical diversity, that all of the new technologies like blockchain and everything about Web3 is captured on stackoverflow.com. Uh, and then that we're building products that meet this moment as well. So Stack Overflow for Teams, which is effectively a private version of stackoverflow.com, has seen really, really rapid growth over the past few years. Uh, again, sort of buoyed by the pandemic. And so how are we building tools in addition to stackoverflow.com that allow people to collaborate more seamlessly, that uh, enhance the developer experience, that make remote work more sustainable on the long term? Because these are all trends that we don't think are going away. Oh, interesting. Okay, so again, and in, in terms of remote work, I mean, uh, you guys have recently been named one of the happiest uh, employers um, by Comparably uh, 2022. Is, is that correct? And yeah, yeah, I think we've won a handful of awards uh, over the past couple of weeks. I mean, and, and in, in terms of having the happiest employees or some of the happiest employees, is that largely because of your attitude towards remote work? Is that because of the culture that you've been able to create? Or uh, what, what's the secret formula there to, again, you obviously have access to the best developers in the world, how do you and you know I know from experience that developers are difficult people to work with. I mean, what what is it that you guys are doing that's keeping them so happy? Sure, you know I think uh, 
I would say there's no sort of secret sauce and every company is different depending on scale and size and, you know, mission and everything else. I would say a couple of things that I think that we do quite well. Uh, one, even before the pandemic, the company was between 40 and 60% remote. So we had a lot of best practices that we that were part of our DNA and part of our company's culture that we could scale and continue to hold on to today. And uh, and so today the company is about 90% remote. I'm based in New York, so I go into the office every now and then, uh, but I'm in my apartment today. Uh, and uh, we embrace hybrid. And so, you know, in addition to ensuring that meetings are uh, run in a way that is sustainable and that embraces remote first best practices, we do try to get the company together for a meetup uh, one week out of every year, which is something that folks really love doing. And then there are smaller meetups from there. I think another thing that we've really learned from, from being a developer first company for so long is that um, being as transparent as possible and over communicating always has really led to a culture that I think folks feel good about. And so an example of that is we do, in addition to quarterly town halls, where we go over things like the company's financials, our product roadmap, uh, how we're hiring against objectives, we do monthly AMAs. Uh, so we do an Ask Me Anything with the, the full senior leadership team where any uh, any individual within the company can ask a question and it's answered in real time. And if we don't get to questions, we answer them asynchronously. So I think that's another great example. Um, and I would say just, you know, personally speaking, I think the thing that I love about working at Stack Overflow that I hear from other folks all the time is that this sort of two-sided marketplace nature of our work, the fact that we have this massive public platform where we can have a huge impact on the world, in addition to a really fast-growing SaaS business, is really incredible. Because uh, you flex different parts of your brain, uh, it feels good to work for a company that's doing well, and the fact that you're also having an impact and you're touching so many people all over the world is really fulfilling. And so I think, you know, this idea of, of working at a company that has purpose um, is something that's pretty fulfilling to people. And we're really fortunate to have that in addition to our sort of SaaS uh, products and platforms. And I mean, I think what, one thing particularly that we have always encouraged at Rayon is over communication. And another thing that we found is that actually the best developers are far more attracted to working at companies where they believe in the leadership, where they believe in the mission, the vision, and the values. And again, they have trust in, 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 the, in their team members to really adopt and nurture those core values. Um, again, it's very different for a young company like ours. Um, in terms of Stack Overflow, where you've got thousands of people working remotely, um, you're not seeing each other every day. How do you go about retaining those core values then? Yeah, it's a good question. So we're about 550 people, so we're not quite thousands. You know, people are always shocked to learn that we don't have that many people working at the company, given the sort of outsized impacts that we have on the world. But it's a great question, and I think a couple of things. So first of all, you know, we work really closely with our talent acquisition team in order to ensure that the people that we're hiring are aligned with our mission, our vision, and our core values. That the people who we bring on board are collaborative, they're nice, they're intellectually curious. Uh, so that's, you know, I think it all starts with the hiring process, um, ensuring it's not really insular, ensuring that you have a, a diverse candidate pool, 
ensuring that you have people who want to work there, that they're not working there for the wrong reasons. That's one. I think the other thing that sort of ladders up to our values is a culture of collaboration. And so people say to me all the time, like, you you run marketing for a developer-focused company. Isn't that hard? Because so many developers don't like marketers. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I've, I certainly know what that looks like. And I've maybe worked at companies like that before. But at Stack Overflow, my experience has been there's a lot of trust between both of our teams. And, you know, we've it hasn't always been easy, but we've found opportunities to collaborate really closely together. So a couple of examples is one, we're fortunate to have a very popular blog and podcast. So our, our blog gets about 500,000 people visiting it every single month. We publish every day. We run it like a media publication. And one of the reasons it's so popular is because we rely on our engineers and our product folks to contribute to the blog, to sort of lift above the hood for Stack Overflow, lift under the hood and say, like, here's how we built this thing. Or here are some best practices when it comes to coding that I want to share with the community. And so that's been really helpful. And, you know, in addition to that, sort of speaking at conferences and the like, the other is that, you know, given we market our products to developers and technologists, the engineers at our company have been very generous to us to sort of uh, be amenable to being focus grouped. So we will sort of test a new messaging or a series of banner ads with our own engineers. We'll say like, hey, would you click this? Do you want to buy a product that says X, Y, or Z? Or does this value proposition make sense to you? And so finding opportunities for collaboration between teams, that's just marketing and engineering. But there are countless examples, like I know between the engineering team and the talent acquisition team and what have you, um, I think is really important. And uh, I think uh, sort of uh, that alignment and that level of trust, like you said earlier, leads to a much healthier culture. The best companies are always the ones where their employees love their products. And I guess just by design, your employees must love their product. They, they must love what they're doing, right? Because they're technically building it for themselves. For sure. I mean, I think, yeah, Stack Overflow for Teams, you know, the private version of Stack Overflow, that's our core products. You know, some people say eat your own dog food, or we we try to say drink our own champagne because it sounds much more glamorous. Uh, but we are all uh, we are all users of Stack Overflow for Teams. And so... Um, I think, you know, one, it, 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 we all see the value of the product every single day. So for, for a marketer, for example, if we're cascading new messaging out to the sales organization, we can pop it in a Stack Overflow for Teams. Or we just had this conference, our, our inaugural customer conference, Flow State, here in New York. And we put the programming and the, uh, the invite strategy on Stack Overflow for Teams and then leveraged our engineers, our product folks, and our salespeople to invite as many people as possible. So we understand the product. And then the other thing, sort of given the parallels between Stack Overflow for Teams and the public platform, is everyone at the company has a basic understanding of how stackoverflow.com works because they all use Stack Overflow for Teams. We also have this uh, initiative called Community-a-thon whereby I think last time we did it, about 85% of the company participated, which is really extraordinary. Uh, but everyone pops into the Stack Exchange, uh, which is you know the non-technical version of Stack Overflow, because not everyone at Stack Overflow knows how to code. And then they partner with community managers of the company to ask a question, to, to upvote, to engage with the community so that they can understand uh, how Stack Overflow and the Stack Exchange works and offer up feedback to our community team if it makes sense to do so. 
speaking to it actually makes sense like you i've always felt that stack overflows marketing is very understated and it's because you can be right it's because actually you don't need to force it down people's throats because you have confidence in the product that you're creating and you you know um you know you, you have that confidence largely because your employees are also your customers Yes, for sure. And I think the other thing is that we know that uh, sort of hyper aggressive marketing or viral marketing or aspirational marketing doesn't really work with developers like honest marketing works. What does the product do? And how can you tell it to a developer in the most straightforward way possible? That said, I mean, we do sometimes embrace stunts and viral marketing The the best example is I'm not sure if you saw the key. Uh, you know, can, uh, can, uh, the copy and paste keyboard that we launched sort of as a joke on April Fool's Day that we partnered with a company to drop keyboards to actually turn into a real product. And we sold out like 10,000 units or something in a matter of days with all of the proceeds going to charity. Um, oh. And that's an example of sometimes where you can like have a little bit of fun with developer marketing. Developers like, you know, I think... Uh, Sometimes people talk about developers as being an other, but the reality is that, you know, everyone codes these days to some extent and developers love means just like anyone else. And I've been, and you touched on something there. Um, you know, that's obviously very generous from Stack Overflow. Um, in terms of, in terms of like charities and any other ambitions or sorry, other um, organizations that you support, is, is it culturally, is that something whereby you engage with your employees and say, hey, guys, what causes are important to you? We do, yeah. So for many years, we've had this initiative called Stack Gives Back, uh, whereby we select about five or six charities. And then every mod on the site, um, all the hundreds of mods are able to sort of vote for a charity and then we make a donation on their behalf. So that happens around the holidays every single year. We also have a short list of charities like Girls Who Code and Digital Undivided, who is a charity that we work with pretty frequently, where um, uh, employees have opportunities to engage with them on an ad hoc basis throughout the course of the year. So, for example, on everyone's stack anniversary, which is, you know, your work anniversary, uh, you can either elect to have a gift card or a small gift sent to you, or you can make a donation to any of these organizations. Nice. Uh, so there's that. And then I would say the final piece is that we have these newly launched initiatives where people actually have an opportunity to contribute their time um, and invest in, in the sort of efforts there. So the student ambassador program, for example, um, we have engineers who will travel to hackathons uh, or broadcast to hackathons and share best practices with hundreds or thousands of students. Overflow Offline, this initiative to bring Stack Overflow to communities who need it, who don't have uh, equal access to the internet. Um, many engineers were involved in making that happen. Um, and then when we do our meet, our company meetup, for example, when the whole company gets together in person, we try to have a service component to that as well. So we'll spend a few hours of that time together volunteering in the local community in which we're based, Philadelphia last time. Very, very cool. Very cool. And I mean, in terms of the future for you guys, um, where do you go from here? It's a great question. Look, I think uh, we're fortunate to be in a space uh, that is only we're fortunate to be addressing a market that's only getting bigger, right? Like there, there, there are a lot of developers today. There are going to be more developers tomorrow. 
as the sort of profile of what constitutes a developer continues to evolve. So within the confines of marketing, for example, uh, we have a, a handful of graphic designers on our team. All of them know how to code because gone are the days of sort of building or designing a wireframe, handing it over to a developer, you know, and then working with a series of designers to make it happen. Now the people who are designing the websites are also building the websites. Yeah. That's true of financial analysts also. So, you know, there are a bunch of people on Wall Street right now who know R, who didn't know R three years ago. They're writing their own sort of, uh, financial models. And so I think, you know, where do we go from here? Stack Overflow will continue to get bigger and bigger because it's going to be a resource to more and more types of people, more and more types of coders. And we're continuing to invest in our products alongside that. Uh, so Stack Overflow for Teams is continuing to grow at a, you know, a very fast rate. And I think that's because the trends that it's addressing, like I said earlier, the sort of need for collaboration, breaking down silos within organizations, capturing knowledge when it lives across Slack and Microsoft Teams and Confluence and other sort of software elements. Uh, you know, Stack Overflow for Teams has a real opportunity to be a single source of truth, like stackoverflow.com has been for 15 years. And then the sort of trends towards remote work and everything else are only continuing to accelerate from here, in our opinion. Well, it's, uh, it'll be exciting to see. Um, Khalid um, El Khatib, um, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, Chief Marketing Officer at Stack Overflow. Um, for any of you guys out there who are currently building your startups um, via the Rayon platform, be sure to make sure you are using Stack Overflow. Khalid, great to see you once again. Thank you. Thank you so much.